loving arms. We follow a God who will listen and accept our pleas for forgiveness. We have not been living our lives according to God's plan, and we need to turn away from our sinful ways and return to God. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, creator of all living things, the beginning and the end of our lives, we gather as your people, ready to begin our Lenten journey. Strengthen our hearts and minds through your bountiful love. Make us needy, make us ready to acknowledge our sins and weaknesses. Remove our hearts of stone and create in us hearts and minds ready to hear your words of forgiveness and acceptance. This we ask in the name of the one who walked the way of the cross, Jesus Christ. Amen. Here the reading that comes, if I can find it, here the reading that comes from the book of Joel. This is one of the uh, few readings that are, that are appropriate to be read on uh, Ash Wednesday. Let me find Joel. There we go. Joel chapter 2, verses 1 through 2 and 12 through 17. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on my holy hill. Let all who live in the land tremble. For the day of the Lord is coming. It is close at hand, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness, like dawn spreading across the mountains. A large and mighty army comes, such as never was in ancient times, nor ever will be in ages to come. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing, grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly, Gather the people, consecrate the assembly, bring together the elders, gather the children, those nursing at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. Let the priest who minister before the Lord weep before the portico and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a byword among the nations. Why shall... Why should they say among the people, where is their God? Let us now, we don't have to stand, we can remain seated and we'll sing the first two verses of uh, Take Time to Be Holy, number 441 in your hymnals.
is a time to look deep into our souls, to be open and honest, and not to conceal our sins from ourselves or God. Let us now read Psalm 50, 51 responsibly. Uh, we're doing verses 1 through 17, so it's a, uh, a long one. Are we on the internet, uh, Frank? We are? Oh, okay. <laughs> Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right with your burden, and justify when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steady... And re Things are moving on me. That's the next one. That's me. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my inequity. Do not cast me from your presence, or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and grant me a willing spirit to sustain you. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, so that sinners will turn back to you. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifices, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. A heart you, God, will not despise. Now, a little uh, a history of, uh, let me tell you some things about uh, Ash Wednesday. Marking with ashes is an ancient tradition in the church. It dates back to Old Testament times, back into the 500s B.C. It used to be called the Day of Ashes. It was 40 days, it was changed to 40 days for two purposes. To remind us of mortality and humanity, and as a sign of repentance, sorrow, and humility. We're encouraged to pray and seek repentance for sins of the past year. We know everybody here is sinless, though. Dust and ashes are signs of our humanity. We were created from the earth. Throughout the scriptures, ashes served as signs of mourning and grief. Joshua grieved for all the people who had been killed by putting dust on his head. Job mourned the death of all his children by sitting on an ash heap. 
When his friends came by to comfort him, they threw dust in the air and on their heads. Ashes are also an outward and visible sign of confession. Nehemiah had the people of Israel put ashes on their heads to atone for those sin, for their sins. Nowadays, we no longer put dust on our heads to show grief. Instead, we bring flowers. We have balloons or stuffed animals. It is only with God's help that we will be washed clean. Lent is not a time to depend solely on our own abilities. We cannot put a new and right spirit in ourselves. Only through the actions of God can we be given new hearts and new lives. Now here's this reading that comes from the book of Matthew. A gospel reading that comes from Matthew 6, 1 through 6, and then 16 through 21. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others, to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. When you fast, when you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Gee, I actually heard you. Well, there's so many people here tonight. They don't know that on the, uh, on, the, on, on the internet. They don't know. Let me offer you these words of assurance and pardon. May these ashes that will mark you be an outward sign, not only of your confession, but also as marks of God's love and forgiveness. Out of the dirt of the earth, your God formed you, fashioned you, and breathed into you new life. Remember that you have a God who forgives you your sins and forgets your failings. In the name of Christ, 
you have been forgiven. Now we get to the imposition of ashes. The cross on your head is in imitation of the spiritual seal that was put on the Christians in baptism. But in baptism it was done with oil. Remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. And the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. So Protestants have a choice as to where they want the ashes to be put. I could exaggerate on that more and say there's more than two places, but we're on the, uh, we're on the internet, so I have to keep it there. Uh, if you want it on the back of your palm, back of your hand, just come up and give me your hand, and I'll put the cross on your back of your, your hand. Otherwise, it'll go on your forehead. Okay, any questions about that? So when you're ready, please come uh, uh, forward when the Holy Spirit moves you and we'll uh, put the imposition of ashes on you.
Uh, don't don't feel mad. Uh, these things will be on my fingers for the next week. <laughs> and I even got ashes where I wasn't even touching. So let's not stand again. Let's stay seated and sing the first two verses of uh, 342, Just As I Am. The words will be on the screen. I got them on two fingers now. I forgot that it stays under the fingernail for the next week. Uh, now let us stand for our blessing and benediction. May your journey of Lent be an annual reminder of where your heart should be in your relation to God and why Jesus became your Savior. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and all of God's children said, Amen. Amen. Very good. Thanks for coming tonight.